strange things are afoot at the Circle K. I'm very important. Uh, I have any leather-bound book, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. I, I'm friends with Merlin Olsen, too. He comes over on occasion. What's going on, everybody? So, cracking the mic on another podcast. Um, if you tuned into my last podcast, which is the Xbox Challenge, this is not a update to that. This isn't part two. I'm going to do part two later in the week when I have a little bit more um, things to talk about, what I've been doing to fill my time when I'm not playing Xbox. But here's a hint. Normally, I'd be playing Xbox right now or watching Hulu or Netflix or YouTube. But instead, I'm doing a podcast. And not only did I am I doing a podcast, I actually did some show prep. But before I did, before I get into that, I have to give a shout out. Okay, and I don't do this very often. This kind of isn't my thing. Um, okay, <clears throat> if you're listening to this podcast, which isn't very many people, uh, I'll admit to that. But one thing that um, I realize is there's just a, let's see, what's the official term? I think it's a shit ton is the official nomenclature for how many people have a podcast and do a podcast. So I'm on Twitter and much like a lot of people, uh, you know, started a podcast, started a Twitter account just to support the podcast uh, I, I like Twitter. I've, I had a, I have a personal account that I use just to more get news and stuff. I really didn't tweet that much. But now, of course, um, I have the repugnant duties of trying to self-promote, which I'm horrible at and is the reason why this will uh, die in obscurity one day. But until that happens, uh, I, I'm making very feeble attempts to network and do social media uh, but what I end up doing is I is I follow people that have podcasts and I'll and I'll give their podcast a listen. And I was I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was kind of disappointed. Um, not that I think it's awesome that anybody that that makes an attempt or uh, is trying something creative. Uh, this isn't my first creative endeavor. You know, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I was a professional artist slash writer for a number of years before I crashed and burned at that. Um, before, you know, long before I was in the military, but <clears throat> so, you know, I've always had kind of a creative spirit. Um, so it, it, I have pretty thick skin is probably a good reason why I was not scared to do this. Cause I don't really give a shit if somebody says they don't like it or it's not interesting or you're boring or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Um, I'm doing this podcast for a lot of different reasons. And if nothing else, I think it's a good way of it's 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 therapy i can vent i can i can talk it's like doing a diary you can go back and listen to it um and it's and it's a way to chronicle your life i think more people should do it so i encourage people to do podcasts and i finally uh nutted up and decided to do one myself so i explore other people's podcasts um i've heard some decent ones but most of the podcasts I listen to are, well, let me preface it with this. When I was doing comic books, 
when I was working in the comic book industry, I kind of prided myself that I, I did not read X-Men and Spider-Man and Superman and all that. I was into the indie comic books like The Walking Dead when it first came out, you know, and it was only a black and white comic, a first print run of like 3,000 copies, you know. Uh, before that, Robert Kirkman did a comic book called Battle Pope, and I got into... Um, I think the biggest thing is like Hellboy and Sin City and stuff. And it just wasn't, they weren't like big marketable, like blockbusters or like smaller titles. Right. And so I kind of prided myself in being on the indie quote unquote, the indie scene. And so when I first got into podcasting, that's what I kind of gravitated toward. I was like, Oh, there's gotta be like this indie scene. Uh, but you know, I was, I was liking, the big podcasts, like I listened to a, this um, This American Life and Joe Rogan and Bill Burr, uh, you know, Fighter and the Kid. Um, I listened to UFC Unfiltered. Um, I listened to uh, Revisionist History and uh, Hardcore History and The Drunken Taoist. I, I, I listened to Ari Shafir's podcast, you name it. Okay, a lot of... Um, big name people, quote unquote, big, big name for the podcasting world at, at least. Okay. So when I started doing podcasts, I was like, well, let me find the small guy. Let me just stop listening to Joe Rogan. Cause everybody rides Joe Rogan's nuts. Cause he, you know, let's be honest. He pretty much started this podcast thing and, and got it, uh, not him, uh, only him, but he, you can't ignore the fact that he, help make it huge. Okay. Um, it's his podcast is just, you know, he's got a, a literal cult following. Let me take a drink of coffee. Yes. I need my caffeine when I do this. <clears throat> so I do love Joe Rogan. I don't mind being a nut rider. Uh, but I, I do get a little, uh, tired of, of, um, I don't know, just, just listening to those type of podcasts. He's got big guests. Like he had Guy Ritchie on the other day who's promoting a movie. And that's when I was like, uh-oh, this is getting commercial because he's there just to promote a movie and his publicist is there and all this shit. And I I don't, that's definitely not why I started listening to Joe Rogan. But I'm going to give him some, cut him some slack because I like Guy Ritchie. I like his movies. So if I had an opportunity to talk to him, I would do it too. So I'm um, not hating on you, Joe, but... Uh, Use a bitch. You're fucking sell out. No, I'm joking. But not. Or am I? Anyway, so I started looking into some uh, indie stuff or started looking for smaller stuff. So when I went on Twitter and I started adding people on just typing in podcasts and stuff and seeing, God damn, there's a lot of people that do podcasts. And instantly I was disappointed because there's some shit fucking podcasts out there. And hey, you might think this is one of them. Fuck you. I don't care. If you have a shit podcast and you know you have a shit podcast, then yeah, I'm talking to you. Um, and when I say a shit podcast, there's people that are trying to be something else. I can tell. I worked in creative fields and you can tell when people, they haven't found their voice. They're trying to be something that they heard and they're trying to be that. And they're um, trying to make it like a radio show or it's a little too casual or they're too self-deprecating or... Um, they're, they're kind of all over the place, um, in a, in a bad way, not in a good way. And it, it's, you know, it's, it's up for 
debate what's a good podcast and what's a bad podcast, but I hear a lot of posers out there. Uh, and I see a lot of people that are just they're just I don't know. They they don't they don't have a perspective that is entertaining to me or something that I'm interested in listening to and to each their own. That's the great thing about podcasts is, is it was kind of like the comic book industry. The comic book industry uh, was huge when I first got into it in the nineties. And, and there was, you, you name a genre and you can find a comic book about it. So to each their own, right? But I was starting to get real discouraged because I couldn't find one. And I was trying because people, you know, would add me or I'd add them. Uh, here's the, here's the one thing. If you're listening to this and you're one of those people that when I fucking add you to Twitter and, and a robot sends me a fucking reply and you're telling me to leave you a comment on iTunes and you'll leave me a comment, go fuck yourself, okay? I'm, I'm not going to leave you a comment just so you can leave me a comment. Yeah, I want people to comment. Yeah, I want more subscribers. Yeah, I want people to listen. But to, to what degree? I don't make money off this, so I really could give a shit how many listeners that I ultimately have or how many reviews that I have. iTunes is never going to feature me. They're never going to feature the little guy. That's just how it's structured. I'm not mad about that, but I'm not going to play the fucking game of, hey, you leave me a review, I'll leave you a review, and we can both suck each other's dicks and pretend we like each other's podcast. If you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. End of fucking story. Because there's plenty of people I downloaded it and deleted it within fucking 20 minutes of listening to their dog shit podcast. Okay. So <clears throat> I was disappointed because it, it was people trying to market and people trying to, uh, you know, you scratch my back. I scratch yours. I'm all for community helping each other. But, uh, when I was working in the comic book industry, we started this small little organization called the CCN, the comic book creators network. And it was a bunch of independent creators that were all kind of helping each other. But one of the things you do is critique each other, give each other advice. Hey, you need to go right instead of left. You need to do this you, and, and, and just be a support system. But generally you probably, you, you found some artistic merit in just about everybody that was part of this organization for the most part, right? It was, it was artists looking for other artists. And I, I'm definitely looking for that in the podcast community. Um, if I ever tweet or say that I like something, it's because I fucking like it. And I'm never going to mention your fucking podcast on these airways unless I legitimately like it. I'm not going to be an asshole and call out the ones that I don't like because what's the point? You know, if everyone's opinion's different. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't appreciate that either. But I'm not going to just fucking mention somebody just to mention them. Okay. Um, but I did discover one that I, that I actually like. At first, I didn't think I would. Because it kind of sounded like it was, I don't want to say competitor for mine, but it was very similar in the format where it was, um, I mean, I think this guy has guests sometimes, but uh, I've only listened to a couple, but I really liked it. I, I, I really enjoyed it, even though the format's very similar to mine, like life advice from kind of a normal guy's perspective sort of thing. But I'm going to go ahead and give this guy a plug to my four listeners because I want to go on record and say, uh, there's a lot of smaller podcasts of, of people I've never heard of that I actually enjoy. And this guy, it's, it's called Stay the Course Podcast. And his name's Pat Thomas. Um, I think he's a comedian. I believe he lives in the Houston area. 
Uh, I think he works on a tugboat or some shit. I don't know. Um, but he's got really good stories. He's got insightful advice. And he seems like he's coming from a perspective that I can relate to. And so that kind of goes to show you that there's there's a podcast out there for everybody. And what I like is I is I wanted to give him a shout out because I agree with a lot of things that I heard. Is he's he encourages people get your voice out there, put out content. Um, you don't need to be an expert. He's not an expert. I'm not an expert. Uh, and he, and and you say that, but we act like we can't learn anything from anybody unless we put them up on the pedestal and put give them some kind of celebrity status or they got some PhD or hey you know. PhD doesn't mean that you know anything about how to live a a good life. So unless you're talking about, you know, of course, if I'm if I'm giving lectures on science, then I should probably have a PhD. But there's no PhD in life. So who's to say who you should follow and who you shouldn't? So the point is, you should listen to a lot of different experiences, a lot of different lifestyles, and, and take what you can from each one. Uh, a couple podcasts ago, I talked about that I Am Jake guy. Uh, I think it's Jake Whedon or Weathen or something. Anyway, Wedern, maybe that's what it is, Wedern. He's on um, YouTube, has a YouTube channel, lives in his Jeep. But, he, you know, he's, he's 24 years old. He's, you know, quite a bit younger than me, and I feel like I learned something from him. And so you can never, you never know where you're going to learn the next life lesson. So uh, download this guy's podcast, give it a listen. If you like mine, you'll probably like his too. So that's why I'm giving him a shout out because I think that if if there's anybody that stumbles across mine, uh, you you want something that's you know it's not me, it's it's not a carbon copy of of my format, but it's but it's similar enough that I think that you'll enjoy it too because I enjoy it. So I'm kind of looking forward to I'm kind of I'm kind of stoked to have something else to listen to because I'll be honest with you I download a lot of podcasts and delete a lot of podcasts because I just they just don't hold my interest and um you know so far this one has so uh Pat if you don't hold my interest anymore I'll let you know no or not you look like a big dude so maybe I won't but anyway wanted to get that off my chest real quick um all right so Xbox Challenge is alive and well, but uh, I will be updating that tomorrow or the next day. Who knows? How depends on how bored I get, how many of these podcasts I'm going to do. But what I decided to do is kind of start a new segment of something that's reoccurring. I did, okay, this is like the 22nd, 23rd podcast. I mean, counting my UFC ones, like 26, 27. But there's a couple that are going to reoccur. Um, like the Dave Ramsey one, I'm very passionate about my hate for Dave Ramsey. So I'll probably do another one of those. And, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think there was a, there was another one in there that I thought that I can definitely revisit. Um, but this is going to be definitely one to be visited upon again. It's going to be called, Oh, the bad advice show. We're definitely doing another one of those. People enjoyed that one. Um, but this one is called, is it good or bad? Okay, that is what the, this podcast is going to be called. And then there's going to be a different subject for each one. And then I'm going to kind of, I don't want to say do research, but, but you know, maybe ask some people, um, come up with my own conclusions based on my own experiences, because that's really what this podcast is about, is, is my personal experiences. So this one's called, Is It Good or Bad? And the subject is Facebook. And this is because I... 
um, I feel like I'm very experienced with Facebook because like everybody else, when Facebook first started becoming big, I had a Facebook and I used it quite a bit and I fell into all the traps that everybody falls into. But Facebook was a great thing when I was deployed to Afghanistan because it was an easy way for me to communicate with a lot of people very quickly without sending lots of individual emails and I just didn't have time for and shit like that. So it was really easy to keep updated on the world. But when I was in Afghanistan, that's when it started to kind of go downhill too. And I started hating Facebook. And when I got back, probably within six months of getting back, I deleted my Facebook permanently. That was in like 2010. I haven't had one since. So I still use Facebook today, not under my own account, but uh, a, a government Facebook because of, for my job in the military. And so I'm on Facebook a lot. So I, I, I'm still exposed to uh, the dog shit content that's on Facebook. Now, if you like Facebook and you use it, I'm not, I'm not shitting on you, but it's just something for you to think about. And let me know if you agree with some of the things that I find good and some things bad. So I'm seriously trying not to be biased here. I went into it going, okay, I already know that I have confirmation bias saying I fucking hate Facebook. So of course I'm going to have a lot of bad things to say, but let me, let me really be open-minded, try to find the good things. So I made a list. Hear that? Pieces of paper. See, I could easily, I did this in Word. I could have just emailed it to my home computer and then just pulled it up on the screen, but I like to print things out. I like actual tactile paper and pencil and stuff like that. So Even though I typed this up, I printed it out, and I kind of like hearing it on the podcast, like like I'm a news reporter, Ted Koppel, ABC News. Today in Afghanistan, you know, I I always wanted to be that guy. I was a news reporter once uh, when I was in fifth grade. We went to this, uh, no, I was a radio show host. That's what I was. So we went to this thing, what's, God, what's it called? I was in fifth grade, it was like this career, this like, uh, this little thing that you went and pretended to be an adult for an entire day. Um, God, it was something city. My buddy Jeff that listens to this, remind me what the fuck it was called. Because, oh man, we went there in the fifth grade. We had to pretend, like, you, you got assigned different jobs. One guy's a cop, another one's a banker. I was the fucking DJ. And my name was, well, I can't say, Wolfman Johnny. We'll just say that. My name was Wolfman Johnny. And... um all these years later, now I'm doing a podcast, but I always kind of liked, um, the idea of being a broadcaster. Something about it, uh, was alluring to me as a, as a, as a child. Uh, and I like spinning some records. So <clears throat> my buddy, uh, outlaw J and please let me know what that was called. Cause I know that you, it's on the tip of my tongue. This is really pissing me off. Dude, text me and let me know what it's called. <clears throat> anyway, I digress. So I came up, I made a list of good and bad. And so the good, I came up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten of them. I was pretty proud of myself that I found ten good things positive about Facebook. Because there for a while it was three. It was sitting strong at three. And then I was like, let me open my mind a little bit. Open your mind. It's another callback to a great 80s movie. If you, if you don't understand the title of this podcast, then you suck because it's a reference to a fucking fantastic movie from the 80s. But every once in a while, I got to... Okay, what movie is this from, from the 80s? 
Open your mind. Okay, talk amongst yourself. All right, hey, I will not give you a gift card if you text it to me or send me a tweet or uh, a footpodcast at gmail.com. Send it, send me the answer. I will not give you a gift card. I really won't give you anything, but let me know if you know what this line is from. Open your mind. Okay, I beat that into the ground. Okay, <clears throat> so 10 things good about Facebook. Now, bad. I came up with 42. Now, did you hear that? That's I had to flip to a second sheet because I came up with 42 negative things about Facebook. I'm going to try to keep this podcast under an hour. But we're already at the 20-minute mark. <laughs> so strap in, folks. So <clears throat> Facebook, we're going to talk about that. We're going to go over it good first. So I, I like to look at it objectively and say, okay, is, this podcast is about good or bad. And so at the end of the podcast, we decide, is this good or bad in your life? And if it's bad, get the get rid of it. And see if and if you agree with me about all these things, get rid of it and it's going to enhance your life. Okay? And keep it or add it to your life if it's good. And so hopefully we can find some some subjects to uh, to really drill down and see what's good and bad. So good about Facebook. What I have here for number one is it does help you keep in contact with people that you might have lost touch with over the years, like friends and family members. So I think that's fantastic. So, um, you know, I remember when the internet first became big, at least to me in the, in the late nineties. Um, and then the early two thousands, I, I came in contact with, uh, a cousin of mine that I've never met because, uh, my mom and dad got divorced when I was five, and my dad left, and I and I haven't even talked to him since. Not even talked to him on the phone. Haven't seen him, talked to him, nothing. So I lost contact with that whole side of my family. Well, you know, I was in my early twenties, and and lo and behold, the internet popped up, and I can't remember how she found me, but I had a sixteen-year-old cousin that messaged me on this this message system called ICQ. Back in the day, it was like AOL chat or something but I'm trying to remember how she found me I don't know if it was uh, through one of my websites that I had since I was doing art stuff um, I can't remember but anyway I got in contact with my dad's side of the family not my dad but just my dad's side of the family my aunts and uncles and cousins and all this stuff and they're great people and so it was fantastic for the internet was fantastic for that so you know fast forward to 2017 if you have Facebook all you gotta do is look those fuckers up and within minutes, seconds, you can, you can be in contact with them. So if you were like adopted or lost contact, a family member, something, just about everybody has Facebook, it seems like. So that would be a good first, first way to, to check. So number one, keep in contact with people or get in contact with people. Number two, find people you would like to get back in touch with. I guess that goes with number one. So you can tell already I was running out of steam. So I was coming up with shit that was kind of redundant number three fuck you if you don't like the burp um you can be fake as shit if that's your thing it's easy to pretend to care so that goes into the whole like people posting shit and and you're like you know someone's like oh my little Billy just lost his tooth and you sit there and go, Oh, that's so cute. I'm so proud. Oh my God. How much money did you get from the tooth fairy? And, or people just hit a fucking like button or some shit. 
it's real easy for you to just pretend like happy birthday. It's like you didn't know, motherfucker, that it was my birthday until the little Facebook alerted you that it was my fucking birthday. So it's really easy to be fake. My sister's great at this, okay? Like, yeah, just fake shit's real easy. Uh, all right. Number four. And by the way, that's not caveman coffee I'm drinking. I only drink that in the morning is the premium coffee time. This is shit K-cup uh, Starbucks shit. So if you're wondering why I didn't give caveman coffee company a plug i i just did caveman coffee company.com they're a fantastic company fantastic copy coffee copy jesus i can't talk that's a problem when you do a podcast if you can't talk caveman coffee company fantastic company terribly shows slow shipping god damn so show okay moving on johnny moving on number four you can talk to anyone, anywhere. So right now, uh, I could get on Facebook and talk to somebody in Australia. That's pretty fantastic. Not that you couldn't do that online, but it's really easy. All you got to do is just punch in Australia, and you can talk to all these people in Australia. So it's so it's it, it's, it's a great... Let's say you're going on vacation to Australia. You can just go, mm, let me find someone in Australia and make friends with them, start talking to them, ask them everything about Australia. You couldn't do that 20 years ago. That's pretty. That's pretty fucking badass. Not that you can't do that on other social media platforms. Now, some of these things apply to a lot of different social media. But let's be honest, Facebook is kind of the the best. And if you even say MySpace, I love you because MySpace was awesome. Hey, little throwback fucking Thursday right now, even though it's Monday. MySpace was the shit because you could prioritize your friend. Oh, man, I got to do a podcast just on MySpace because you could have your top 10 list and if, man, you put a motherfucker on the top 10, they're like, oh, shit, man, I'm on this motherfucker's top 10. And like you're number one, you're number two, there's always that hotly contested debate. If you were married, you have your best friends from high school, your boy, you do everything with, and you got your wife. It's like, who's number one, who's number two? Shit. Man, MySpace, we got to bring that shit back, yo. Okay. <clears throat> number five. Hold on. Coffee. I do that on purpose now because somebody sent me a message that they don't like. They thought it was unprofessional that I drank coffee into a microphone. So now I want to drink a cup of coffee um, over your rotting dead corpse. So fuck off. Number five, networking. Self-explanatory. So if you're looking for, let's say, other artists or podcasters or people into fucking German death metal, you can probably find them uh, a network of people. Um, you know, it's better than LinkedIn. Nothing but faggots on LinkedIn. And I don't mean that in like a derogatory way. I mean people who like to suck dick. So, okay, number six, stalking people who you don't want to know that you're stalking them. Now, all right, people, let's be honest. We all fucking do it. We all stalk. Let's, you know, let's not pretend but like, let's say there's somebody that you're interested in. Like, I remember when I first met my wife, my current wife, I had a huge crush on her. She didn't have a Facebook, though, so I was kind of fucked. But if she did, I could have easily went on there and kind of stalked her. And was like, what is she into? What does she like to do? Does she have a boyfriend? It's, it's really good to get some, what we call in the military, some S2, some intel, and use that to your advantage, right? 
you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Number six. No, wait, that was number six. Number seven. Um, okay. If you have kids, this applies to you. Okay. If you have kids, raise your hand. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Come on. Raise them up. Raise them up high. Okay. So a number of you have kids. Here's spoiler alert. Your kids are fucking stupid. Okay. They're dumb as shit. They will literally post pictures of them smoking pot and shit like that and drinking alcohol. And they're so dumb. They don't realize their parents are also on Facebook, especially when they're young. Like when they're like in the, in the very start of their teenage years and shit, at least it was when I had, when I had stepkids in my previous marriage, it was very easy for me to catch them doing shit. Maybe because Facebook was kind of new back then, but they didn't realize that you can see all their shit too, because they keep up a public fucking page. And so it's really easy to kind of stalk your kids, but it's, it makes parenting a little bit easier because you know what they're into, you know, if they're being bullied, you know, what friends are saying about them, you know, kind of what's the cool thing. If maybe everyone's talking about skipping school, I busted my, one of my uh, stepdaughters once uh, talking about her uh, skipping class or some shit. It's just, it's, it's, it makes, it gives you another tool to be able to investigate who they're talking to and what they're doing. So your kids are idiots. Number eight, easy to reach a lot of people very quickly. Okay. So like if you're getting married and you've got an announcement to make, Hey, I'm moving. Hey, I just had a baby or Hey, congratulations. I just had an abortion. You know, it's real easy to put that out there. I wonder if that, I mean, is that not to be celebrated? It's kind of weird to me because we celebrate marriages, but not divorces. And my divorce was the happiest day of my life. My second marriage is probably number two, uh, happiest day. But by far, the day I got my divorce decree for my first marriage, the happiest day of my life. So I got to believe if I've never had an abortion or had a, had a girlfriend or wife that ever had an abortion, but I, I have to believe if you really don't want a kid to the point where it's like, mm, this might be murder. I'm not sure. I think I'll go ahead and get rid of it. That's got to be a good feeling to know that it's fucking gone. So can you not have like a anti-baby shower or something, a little party, something, something? I don't know. Like what you get, give them is still like their size two or size four clothes going, look, I can still fit in these because I ain't preggers anymore. That'd be kind of cool. Okay. <clears throat> Number nine can keep you in the loop on viral trends. So that could be good, right? So you kind of know, it's like, oh, you mean no one's doing the Harlem Shake anymore? Oh, what have we, oh, we've moved to twerking. Okay, see, I was still doing the Harlem Shake, but now everyone's fucking twerking. See what I mean? I, I just said two things, and I guarantee somebody on the other end of this fucking podcast is going, dude, dude, twerking? That's not even a fucking thing anymore. It's now... I don't even know what, cause I'm not on Facebook that much. So anyway, but it can keep you in the loop on that. And number 10, the last one, figuring out how to permanently delete your page is a glorious thing. So when you finally figure it out and we're going to get into that, cause that's also a bad thing is trying to figure it out. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, when you finally figure it out, like not to just suspend your page or get it so people can't view you, but to actually permanently delete it and you know there is a way to do it, oh, it's fucking fantastic. Because I fucking hate Facebook. All right, here's the bad things, people. We're 30 minutes in. We're going to, we got 40 to get through. So, man, I got to fucking, I got to get moving. I got shit to do. Actually, I don't. But number one, 
Comparing your life to someone else's. You spend way too much time looking at what other people have. I would say this is definitely number one. This is probably in in order of importance too because th- that is the biggest problem. And that's a problem that I had. I'm, I, I will admit it right now. It was a problem for me that I would be feeling good about myself and all of a sudden I'd click on a buddy's and, and it's not necessarily material possessions, but just especially when I wasn't happy in my life in my previous marriage and previous where I was living and just, just my life in general. Um, I was pissed that other people seemed so happy and, and I would constantly be looking and then I'd be like, needing to try to find something that made me feel better. I remember I came across a guy's Facebook that I went to school with and he was like the cool fucking guy. I was the dork. I was a kind of a nerd and he was the cool guy, the varsity athlete. Um, my buddy Jeff will fucking, I'm sure, uh, contact me and be like, who are you talking about? I'll tell you later, Jeff. Um, but he was like the guy that got all the fucking chicks and he was had the cool fucking mullet going on. He played varsity soccer his freshman year. Uh, I thought he was a little fucking twerp, but he didn't. I, and I can't say that he picked on me. He just didn't acknowledge me, which is probably even worse. But I remember I came across his Facebook page like years later and he was driving a UPS truck. And I was like, oh, damn, this guy's a fucking loser. <laughs> I mean, if you drive a UPS truck, you're not a loser. But I put this guy on such a pedestal, I thought he'd be like a fucking congressman or some shit. That would kind of make him a loser too. But I thought he would be something like a fucking high-powered attorney or some shit. But he was just driving a UPS. And even better, and he had this beautiful head of hair um, when we were in high school. And he was fucking completely bald. <laughs> and I just, it, it kind of, I don't know, it it... It made me warm inside. Number two, having other people compare what they have to you and judging you. So kind of what I said about what I do to other people, having it done back to you kind of fucking sucks too because, you know, something that I was thinking about when I was listening to that other podcast, that Pat fucking dude podcast, the the one that I was just telling you guys about that I'm opening my iPad right now because I already fucking forgot his name, Pat Thomas, okay? Stay the course podcast. Give me a break. I only, only listen to one fucking episode. It's not like he says his name every, after every fucking sentence. I'm Pat Thomas, Pat Thomas, Pat Thomas. I'll remember now. But Pat Thomas was uh, was kind of alluding uh, to this a little bit. Where um, well, there has to be this telling a story where I'm the kind of the butt of the joke. Or I'm the one that's like, and then this fucking dude, you know, had a fucking podcast and he's in the military. Long story short, he has a small penis. You know, I mean, there's got to be somebody that that tells a story about me, right? And so there's got to be times that somebody has gone to my Facebook when I had one and, and looked and, oh, God, he's got a nice car. Oh, he's got this. Or, man, I wish, you know, like in my first marriage, I'm sure someone was like, oh, God, I wish I had a fat wife, too. But, you know, hey, we can all have a fat wife. Just if you work hard, dreams can come true. So somebody is looking at your Facebook. And that's probably what a lot of people want. But when you're in a good uh, good part of your life, you're a good headspace like I'm in now, 
I don't need other people's approval, and I don't definitely don't need their jealousy. I don't need their fucking haterade. I don't need any of it. I just need them to leave me the fuck alone, let me live my life, and I don't care what they have, and I really don't care if they know what I have. So um, that's when you ultimately, hint, hint, that's how you know you're happy is when you you don't care what other people have, and you don't care if they know what you have. So, um, so that's number two for bad. Number three, uh, people think they know your life. So you're posting everything on your social media. Like I said, a lot of this stuff can apply to Instagram or not so much Twitter. That's why I like Twitter a lot because, you know, you're just more posting small little snippets of stuff, but you're not really posting a lot of pictures or vacation photos and shit like that. But Facebook is horrible about it because you're, you're posting all kinds of shit. And I'll get into all the stuff you post here in a little bit with some of the other bad stuff. But uh, they really think that they know they got you pegged, what you are and what you're not. Okay, number four. It's an invasion of privacy. And the fucked up thing is you allowed it. And that's probably one of the, one of the other reasons why I, I don't understand Facebook when I really started looking into it. Um, my new best friend, Pat, who does his podcast, says he would disagree with me on this. He says, who gives a shit about your privacy? Nobody has privacy. doesn't matter. No, I, I get that. But, um, well, actually, I don't. I like my privacy. I do not want people in my life. Uh my my nom de plume, my alias that I go by is Johnny Doe on this um, because, you know, not just because I'm in the military and the military does encourage you anytime you have social media and stuff to kind of make a, a separate account with a fake name so people don't associate you with the, with the military for various reasons um, when you go overseas and all this other stuff. But if you're doing something like this just to kind of separate uh, yourself so you don't make the military look bad. But even if it wasn't for the military aspect, I probably wouldn't use my real name because one, A, I don't want to be famous. Um, that's, that is kind of my horror movie is I do not, I'll, I'll be rich, send me money, but I will not, uh, walk slowly into fame or infamy. I don't, I don't want that, you know? Um, and guess what? I don't think I'm at risk of that ever happening. So that's probably, hey, I win. But giving up your privacy, posting all these pictures, and you're just letting people into your world. And that's and that's kind of weird because you'd feel weird if someone was just peeking in your window. You'd be like, oh my God, pervert, and fucking call the cops. Boy, you'll fucking post a picture of the inside of your fucking bathroom while you're duck-facing you know, your selfies or whatever. It's just fucking weird. All right. <clears throat> um goes into my next number five. People can see the inside of your house, your children, and what your hobbies are. Um, that means ID theft, physical harm, or regular theft. So you're inviting people. It used to be when I was a kid, it's like, hey, when you leave, make sure you, you know you leave your house, lock all your doors, but leave a light on, put it on a timer so people don't know when you're home and when you're not home and shit like that. Now people will, will update their status when they're not home. They will, you know, geotab and geotrack and fucking... Uh, hey, I'm at Taco Bell. You're just announcing, hey, go rob my fucking house. You're taking pictures of your kids. Imagine if you're a prominent person in society. You're just inviting some fucking lunatic to kidnap your kids for a fucking ransom or to fuck with you. Why? Why Why do you invite people to do that? You know? And, and all these people out there that are worried about, like, uh, the rights of children and shit like that, 
Well, if you have kids and you're constantly fucking plastering their, their stupid booger-eating faces all over Facebook, they that's not their fucking choice. Maybe they don't want their identities out there for everybody to fucking see. Why don't you wait till they're old enough and ask them, hey, can I have your permission to post your picture on Facebook? If you're a fucking nine-year-old right now, consult an attorney and sue your parents for using copyright images of your fucking baby pictures. Okay. Number seven. Oh, wait. Number six. That was number five. So number six, getting caught chatting with old girlfriends. Now, that's a fucking bad thing. Like if you're married or you got a girlfriend or some shit, you know on Facebook, if you spend any time there, you're going to come across some, some, some old fucking trim. You know, a piece of tail that you fucking tapped back in the late 90s. You're going to go, oh, shit, I remember her. And you're going to type, 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 type. Hey, baby, what's going on? You remember me? And one thing leads to another. And yeah, that could be bad. Could be good, too. All right, number seven. Having to pretend and excuse reality. Yeah, so it's really easy to be a poser up on Facebook. I know because I had a Facebook and I was definitely a poser. And most people are. that They're only going to post the good shit. So the narrative that you give, you know, you're the kind of the storyteller of your own Facebook. And you're going to post the fucking pictures of your vacation, your new motorcycle, your fucking awesome car, your... You know, anytime you're doing something fun, you're 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 not posting when you're doing your taxes and fucking owe the IRS a couple grand. You're not posting, you know, when you found out that you got herpes. You're not posting that on your fucking status update. So you're really skewing the perspective, you know, of of and and I think that that's dangerous because you need to have the good and the bad. You need you want people to see that hey, you got struggles and then you get some rewards and then you got to go to the daily grind and then you got some time off and 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 that's cuz that's what life is and i think there's a lot of especially younger people that they look at facebook and it's it's just such a skewed reality is they hold themselves to a standard that's unattainable much like what uh, young women talk about when they look at like fashion magazines as a young kid that it can really make them go hey this is what i need to be to be beautiful and they can fuck with you they can fuck with your head a little bit Okay, number eight. It's not real life, and it makes you not wanting to spend time with real people. Yeah, so instead of like, hey, let's get together with my friends, oh, I already caught up with them on Facebook. And so it's easy to not interact. Now, I'm not a big social butterfly. I don't have very many friends, and the friends that I have, I don't really hang out with them too much. I'm just, I'm a one-on-one kind of guy. Like, just about any friend that I have, I, I'm, I would look forward to spending one-on-one time going to the movies going out to dinner uh sitting and just bullshitting i like one-on-one but if it's a group of people count me out i don't i don't do groups so um you know facebook is fine for people like me that are a little bit antisocial, lack of a better word but if you are already a social person it's easy for you to kind of get in your shell a little bit more because you can just keep in contact with everybody on it almost a daily basis hourly basis if you wanted to okay number nine facebook has officially killed the high school reunion have you ever been to a high school reunion well i i have i went to my 10 year and the only reason i went to my 10 year is because i was feeling good about myself and i wanted to see how many people were fucking losers now and you know some people were and some people weren't you know and it's it's all subjective you know what's a loser anyway right 
But at the time, I was really wanting to see how some of these people turned out. Well, now all I got to do is type in their name on Facebook and, oh, mystery solved. I'm glad I don't have to travel clear back to Kansas City to go see everybody. Um, you know, it's, it's that easy. So I don't really see the allure of a high school reunion anymore. So because <clears throat> just type in that cheerleader's name, you're going to see she got fat. She popped out some kids. She's not as hot as she used to be. The mystery is over. But there was this one chick named Stacy, and she was just as fucking hot. And I guarantee if I typed her up on Facebook right now, she's still, she's in her 40s. She's fucking probably still smoking hot because I I saw her on Facebook like back when she was oh, 10 years ago when I had it and she was smoking hot. But anyway, um, but it doesn't matter because my wife is hotter. She listens to this, by the way. She is hot as shit. She's downstairs right now in her sexy little t-shirt and yoga pants. She was, I came home from work and she was doing yoga and I just like a fucking pervert. I just stared at her and then she caught me looking at her and I kind of looked away and I thought to myself, she's my fucking wife. I can stare at her if I want. So I just fucking was a creep and just stared at her while she's doing yoga. What a fucking creepy old man I am. But she loves me. So it's all right. At least that's what she tells herself as she cries at night. Okay. Number 10 people hitting the like button. When your father dies, <laughs> it's a true story. Uh, it's not a friend. It used to be my best friend, but this guy I don't talk to anymore. We're not friends anymore. But um, his his father died, and my sister told me about it. And so I actually went on Facebook when I was at work, and just um, somebody I think my sister and my mom said he posted something on Facebook about it, which which is weird to me anyway that you're going to post it on social media. It's something so personal, but. But that's not really a shot at him. I just don't get social media why you would air your personal shit to strangers. <laughs> but but what was more bizarre to me is the post. And I'm seeing, reading people comment. And seeing how many people hit the like button. <laughs> what? Now, Facebook has updated the like button to where you can hit the like or like the thumbs up or the frowny face or the heart or whatever. But people legitimately hit what used to be the like button, the thumbs up. It's like, my father has passed, blah, blah, blah. And there's a picture of him as a kid with his dad and people hitting the thumbs up. (laughs) And I just found it weird. It's like, should I go to the funeral? Hmm. Let me just hit this fucking thumbs up button. That's good. My condolences, thumbs up. So, Instead of sending flowers, just send a giant thumbs up, like a foam thumbs up. And that's uh, that's today's culture. All right, so we're on number 11. Bullshit birthday wishes. Nobody legitimately remembers your birthday anymore because they don't need to. They, Facebook will remind them. I forgot my wife's birthday until like a couple days before her, her birthday. And I have a fucking awesome wife, so she didn't even get pissed about it because she knows I'm weird and neurotic like that, and I forget shit like that. But if I had Facebook, it would alert me. Hey, in a couple days, someone's birthday's coming up, and then I could pretend like, oh, I remembered. Here you go. And it's just so fucking cheesy that, like, yeah, you don't have to fucking... You don't have to remember someone's birthday and everyone just blows up your Facebook when it's your birthday. Happy birthday, man. Oh, shut the fuck up. You're just doing that because it alerted you and it gives you a little button to click if you want to wish them a happy birthday. That's the only reason. And it probably was a struggle to do that. It's like, ugh, I don't feel like fucking... T- okay, hold on. H-A-fuck-P-P. 
I'm just going to fucking put B-Day. Just B-Day. Happy B-Day, bro. And it's just fucking so stupid. All right? Disingenuous cocksucking cunts. All right. Number 12, political and postings of opinions. Now, if you want to have an opinion, get a podcast, motherfucker. But people just, like, you're scrolling down and you see someone post a picture of their dog playing in the pool and right next to it is, like, some Trump shit. (laughs) It's just, like, politics is the reason why, one, that one dude that I just talked about, his dad died. One, it's the reason we're not best friends anymore. We've known each other since the fifth grade. We're not best friends anymore because we got into a political debate over on Facebook that ruined our friendship. And I haven't talked to him since uh, because I have some strong political opinions, especially about war. And at the time he was posting them, I literally was months back from the fucking war zone doing 211 combat missions in Afghanistan as an infantryman will definitely give you an opinion about war. And when someone hasn't done that, you really don't want to hear their fucking opinion. So, yeah, I... I hate Facebook for that reason, but uh, I really don't want to see other people's opinions about shit because people want to comment on stuff they know nothing about. And it's their right. They can do that, but I got sick of seeing it. So that's definitely one of the bad things. All right, number 13, fake news. Self-explanatory, enough said. Donald Trump's our president, everybody. He's my commander-in-chief. Pause. Yeah, let that sink in. Okay. 14, awkward status updates. Everybody has been on the tail end of Facebook when you're you're seeing the nice married couple, married couple, married couple, and all of a sudden profile picture changes. Hmm, it's just him now. Or usually it turns to their kids. And then all of a sudden status update. Newly single. <laughs> and then fucking hits your update thing. You're like, oh shit. That's how you find out. That's how I found out my uncle was getting a divorce from my aunt of 28 years on face I had to read it on fucking Facebook <laughs> that he didn't call me while well, I was in Afghanistan at the time but I I didn't hear from any I saw a status update on Facebook I'm like what the fuck uh thought that was so fucking bizarre okay number 15 geotagging yeah don't tell people where you're at nobody gives a fuck I don't care if you're having a you know a you're having a steak sandwich at fucking Qdoba's or some shit. You know, I don't, I don't care what the fuck you're, what you're doing or where you're shopping. I'm at Pottery Barn right now. Well, good for you. Fucking kill yourself for even setting foot in that fucking place. Number 16, getting tagged in someone else's bullshit photo. This is a a, a serious fucking problem. I don't want to be tagged in your fucking photo. I don't want my fucking picture out there. I don't want that. And one of the things that I fucking hate is my sister will take pictures that I'm in and she posts them on her fucking Facebook. And it pisses me off because I don't want my picture up on Facebook. If you want your picture up on Facebook, put it up on Facebook. I don't have a Facebook, so she can't tag me, but I don't even want my picture up there. And I get fucking sick. Oh, this is my brother. I'm so proud of him. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like Military Appreciation Day or Veterans Day, she'll post a picture of me in my uniform like, hey, bitch, I'm serving in the military, not you. You don't need to get fucking any kind of, um, you know, social society kudos because your brother's risking his life for this fucking country. You know, leave my name out of your fucking mouth. Leave my picture off your fucking Facebook. 
You live your life. You post whatever the fuck you want about you. Do not post about me. I don't think that's a lot to ask. But there's nothing worse than when I did have a Facebook, all of a sudden you're tagged in a photo. It's like, I don't, well, look at that fucking photo. You, you look like a blowfish or something because you're blowing up a balloon or you're coughing or something. It's the worst picture ever. And it's just tagged for the world to see. You'll untag it and then all of a sudden someone tags it again. So fucking annoying. All right. Number 17, focusing on material things. That's pretty self-explanatory. A lot of people post pictures of, and I, I'm guilty as charged. I'm a car person, so anytime I got a new car, I'd put it up there. But um, I noticed a lot of, like, uh, this this chick I serve in the military with, she's a young chick, and she fucking blew her money on this uh, Land Rover Evoke, or Range Rover, excuse me, L- Range Rover Evoke that she sold about six months later because she couldn't afford it anymore. But when she posted it initially on Facebook, she says, I I want to, I never thought I could achieve this. And God has blessed me with this, the opportunity to get this automobile. And I'm like, God wants you to have a fucking Range Rover. Really? I mean, if God wants you to have a Range Rover, it's probably going to be uh shit. It's probably going to be a Land Rover Defender. Maybe. I don't know. What would God, what would God do? It wouldn't be an Evoke. That thing's a horseshit fucking car. If you don't know it, Range Rover Evoke has the Ford Focus four-cylinder in it. Just chew on that for a little bit when you're paying your fucking $50,000 car payment. Ford Focus, ladies and gentlemen. All right, number 18. Facebook makes you paranoid. Okay? And this is how. I'm going to explain. Let's say you post something. All right? It's like, hey, everybody. uh, I just got married. And then crickets, nobody comments. And then all of a sudden you post, hey, uh, me and, me and you know, Betty broke up. And then everybody fucking comments. You're like, oh, God, no one liked her, I guess. You know, I'm just saying it makes you paranoid with what people comment on and what people don't comment on. You know, there's nothing more awkward than a girl. You can tell she's trying extremely hard to get some fucking comments, especially teenage girls. They'll post like somewhat provocative sexy fucking pictures or some shit and they're just wanting people to go oh you are so pretty oh, i wish i was as pretty as you you know they got their photoshop photoshopped eyes and shit where they made them extra blue and there's nothing more awkward than when that girl posts that and there's fucking crickets on her facebook and there's like one fucking like <laughs> and it's like her aunt <laughs> or some shit you know yeah that's awkward makes you paranoid people number 19 once it's up, it's always up. And I'm not talking about this old dick. I'm talking about you post a picture that is unflattering or you post uh, a drunken fucking bachelorette party or some shit. You might think that you've deleted it, but you don't know who saved it. You don't know where else it's at. And once it's up online, I'm telling you people, it's up there. So, yeah, that's a little scary. All right, number 20. It gives idiots and psychopaths a platform to reach people. <laughs> Especially the first one, idiots. But psychopaths too. All right? People can post whatever the fuck they want under the guise of whatever. Number 21, creeps. Pretty self-explanatory. You know? How many how many pedophiles just have have it so fucking easy now because people will post pictures of their little kids in like bathing suits and shit and they just go on Facebook and just troll. Just think about that next time you're having a fun day at the beach and you're posting pictures of your kids. Some fucking creep might be saving those to his fucking computer. I mean, 
If that doesn't make you delete your Facebook and your parent, then I don't know what will. 22 kind of goes with that stalkers, okay? You can never get a, uh, get away from people. Like you break up with a girlfriend, she can fucking Facebook stalk you. You quit a job, people will be like, oh, see what this motherfucker's doing now. You know, you can never get away from people. Yes, you can delete. Yes, you can block. But you can't block everybody. Because if your friends, if if someone else, if you're friends with someone else that isn't blocked, maybe they're friends with that person, they're over at their house or on their phone and they can still see your Facebook. Trust me, you can't block everybody. People are going to see your fucking Facebook unless you just don't have one. So number 23 your fucking mom, mom's on Facebook. Say no more. Your mom will comment on shit on Facebook. Sweetie, I don't think you should be posting that. Fuck off, mom. Number 24, stupid selfies that you took 20 times and only posted the perfect one. Now, this is more of an Instagram issue, but it's definitely a Facebook issue before as an Instagram. The people that are like, no, this is very just natural lighting and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, man, you're... You had a goddamn photo shoot before you posted your new profile pic. Um, too many ads. Number 25. Number 26. Poke. Anybody that has ever been on Facebook knows what I'm talking about. You poke me, I'm going to punch you in the fucking dick. What is the poke? I don't get it. Poke. I poked you. I'm going to fucking poke you right in the pooter. Number 27. Someone will post... A very shitty picture of you. Yeah, that kind of goes in with what I was talking about before, getting tagged. So that one was kind of redundant. 28. You can never get away from the shitheads you grew up with. Well, somebody's listening to this, taking it personal right now. But you know who I'm talking about. There's people that you, uh, you were friends with, you grew up with, and there's a reason you don't talk to them anymore. And you come across them on Facebook and they just constantly, they befriend you or they comment on your shit. And you're like, hey, there's a reason why I don't call you. I don't text you. If you're listening to this right now and you know me, you, you, you know me, you grew up with me. And I don't text you. I don't call you. I don't try to make plans to, to hang out or anything. There's a reason for that because I don't fucking like you. So if you're on my social media and you're commenting on my pictures and I'm not commenting on yours, take the fucking hint. I don't want to be around you, motherfucker. All right, number... Okay, too many ads. I already said that poked someone. Yep. Uh, 29, that's what I'm on. Find out the hard way that your friend is a racist or loves shitty music or just general TMI. Too much information, right? It's it's weird when you when you find out, like... Probably the most recent reference is people found out that like someone's a Trump supporter or Hillary supporter and like, oh my God, I had no idea. And it's just, it just makes it awkward. Social media should be fun, lighthearted shit, but people get too deep. It's like, oh, you believe in abortion? And, and, oh God, that's another thing. People, you know, posting their, that kind of political shit. Not like, I don't agree with this new healthcare plan. No, like hardcore, you know, baby killer shit or, you know, if you vote for Hillary, she she belongs in prison and whatever shit. And it just it just makes people fucking hate each other. Whatever. I get sick of that shit. All right, number thirty: spamming of jokes and stupid videos of the same shit. Where somebody posts something, it's like, oh, that's kind of funny, and then you see it eighteen more times in your fucking feed. Um, it's like, yes, we get it. Stop posting the same shit. 
Um, everyone changes their profile picture to show unity after a tragedy. This is number 31. This is something that really fucking pisses me off. So there's some terrorist attack in fucking France and everybody changes their profile picture to be like, I'm with France, show unity. And everyone has the little background of like the French flag and with their picture. And it's, and it's so fucking retarded. It's stupid. It's like, just post something or talk amongst your friends or whatever. But just, and it's funny because like something will happen like, I don't know. That was like three tragedies ago and they still, someone hasn't updated their profile picture. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, you really care about that shit, right? You're just doing it because everybody else is fucking doing it. God, we're a bunch of fucking lemons, lemmings, lemons. <laughs> well, that's equally as funny. That's how fucking stupid I am. I just said lemons. You guys are a bunch of lemons. You're a bunch of fruit that you put in Corona's. Oh, wait, that's limes, isn't it? You can tell I'm not a drinker. All right. Number 32. Man, this podcast is coming to a fucking screeching halt like into a brick wall. Number 32, posers come out of the woodwork after your team wins a championship. This is something that pissed me off because I've been a lifelong Red Sox fan. 2004, when they won the first World Series that they've won in like 86 years, you saw a bunch of fucking posers. A bunch of Red Sox hats come out and everything else. Well, on Facebook, it's really bad. I grew up in Kansas City. And the Kansas City Royals have sucked my entire life. And then a couple years ago, they won the World Series. And then all of a sudden, like, my sister's down at Union Station at the parade, and she's posting all these Royals, pictures of her with a Royals jersey. And I'm like, bitch, two years ago, you didn't even own a fucking Royals jersey. You're 40-some fucking years old, and you're just now getting into baseball? Fuck you. That's the shit that irritates the piss out of me. The people that are just bandwagon jumpers. Just shut the fuck up. If somebody wins a World Series and it's not your fucking team, don't start posting like it is, motherfuckers. You better be posting shit when they're fucking like 7 and 27. You better be posting the logo and you with the fucking shirt and everything else. Okay, get off the soapbox, Johnny. All right, number 32. Posers, uh, I already said that. 33. People post witty shit that they read somewhere else and then they try to take credit for it. That's pretty much this whole podcast. Uh, 34, cyberbullying and general gossip. Yeah, people talking shit about each other. Um, and especially this is prevalent in the teenage community, cyberbullying. But if you heard one of my earlier podcasts, cyberbullying is the best kind of bullying. You know why? When I got bullied, I couldn't get away with it, uh, get away from it. Cyberbullying is easy. Just turn off your computer and delete your fucking Facebook, kids, and you're not going to be cyberbullied anymore. Then you get bullied the old-fashioned way, like I did, get punched in the fucking face. That's so much better because guess what? You have the opportunity to punch back. It's the best kind of bullying. Number 35, dick pics. Say no more. Number 36, uh, under education, every fuckhead that's never gone to college has a listing of school of hard knocks as their alma mater. Yeah, that's original. Number 37, Facebook suggesting people... Um, to friend like do you know this person and you just happen to be talking about that motherfucker like two days ago and somehow that one just popped up on facebook i don't know what algorithm facebook is using but it's a mind reading bullshit i'm telling you i swear to god me and my wife were talking about her ex-boyfriend 
we never talk about her ex-boyfriend. And this is like five years into our relationship and he just happened to come up organically in a conversation, right? And I had a Facebook for work that I used for social media networking stuff for work. And I went on that Facebook the next day to show her something. And I swear to God, it suggested that motherfucker. I don't know that guy. I've never emailed him. I don't, for some reason that popped up. I swear to God, and it was the freakiest fucking thing with both of us about shit our fucking britches, man. It was uh, it was crazy, and it, it and it fucks with you every once in a while. Something will just pop. It's like how the fuck did Facebook know I knew that person? Now some of it's easy because you're going to their page or you email them all the time or something else. But something's freaky about that. I think they got that fucking Miss Cleo or some shit working for Facebook. All right, um, number thirty-eight. We only got a few more people and we're an hour and four minutes in. So stick with me. Stick with me. Number 38, the awkward conversations when someone realizes that you unfriended them. Now that is a fucking weird thing because it happens. And it happens, I mean, kind of what I alluded to before that me and my buddy um, that stopped being buddies because of a, a political fight that we had on on Facebook. Well, how it started was him, he would post shit on my wall. And I was like, hey, if these are your political views, post them on your fucking wall. Keep it off my goddamn page. And so I got sick of him doing that. And I just simply unfriended him. I wasn't going to stop being his friend. I just unfriended him because I, I got sick of seeing it. And I was like, I'm just going to disengage. And then he started fucking posting all this shit on his Facebook, pretty much calling me a Nazi and all this other shit and we had a knockdown drag out and then I said fuck you and hadn't talked to him since so yeah that's always awkward when someone finds out it's like oh shit they unfriended me I, I see it every once in a while I do Twitter right now so every once in a while I'll be like oh shit you know that, that you see followers drop off but most of my followers I don't even know them anyway so I'm definitely not going to take it personal Um, number 39 vacation photos this is something I get sick of seeing all my sisters, um, social media. I don't, I don't, ha, I don't friend her on Facebook. Cause like I said, my only Facebook access is, is, um, through my work. So I don't see people I know that much, um, or like family members and things like that. And except when Facebook suggests it, but I do, um, have some other social media and I get sick of seeing people on vacation. It's like, aren't vacation pictures for you? So you have the memory. Why are you showing everybody else? It's like, yes, I've seen pictures of Hawaii. Just because you're now in the picture doesn't make that any fucking different. Yes, that is Hawaii. Congratulations. You and a fucking billion other people have been to Hawaii. Guess who else has been to Hawaii? The Japanese. Too soon? Okay. Number 40, your kids. Yeah. Unless your family... Nobody wants to see your fucking kids. Nobody. Nobody. Stop posting them. You know, when you post something on Facebook, there's like a little filter where you can put friends only or, you know, family only or whatever. I mean, I know there's a way to do it. Stop fucking blasting out pictures of your kid. We don't give a shit about your kids. You think they're cute. I think they're a little fucking weird. I think that one on the right. No, not that one. Yeah, that one with the blonde hair. I think he might be special. He's a little slow. You know it. I know it. His tongue's a little fat. Let's move on. Number 41. It has ruined people's lives. It ruined mine. Uh, having Facebook when, one, you have a knockdown drag out with somebody for years and you have like team this person and team this person and everyone takes a side, 
that's bad. Two, if you go through a divorce and you have Facebook, mm, not good. Not good at all. It can definitely ruin your life. And number 42, the last one that I have, it's not, you know, no drum roll or anything like that, but it's almost impossible to permanently delete your page. I found this out the hard way. There is a way to permanently delete your page, but Facebook has all these safeties of like, they won't let you delete it right away. At least back in 2010 or 11, whenever I deleted mine, it was almost impossible to delete it permanently. And, uh, and it would keep popping back up. It's, it's something weird and fuck, maybe my old page is still up there in the ether somewhere, but, um, that's probably the worst thing is going, I want to be done with this and you can't get rid of it. At first, all you can do is like disable your account, but guess what people that doesn't delete shit. It just disables it. Maybe people can't view, but it's still out there. And it's so weird to think that all that shit that you want to fucking be like, oh, I just want to flush it down the toilet. Mm, you can't. Um, I don't know if they fixed that. Cause like I said, I haven't tried to get rid of a Facebook account in a long fucking time, but uh, yeah. So, here is the prognosis, people. This podcast is called, Is It Good or Bad? Facebook. Let's tally up the score. Good. We have 10. Bad. We have 41. Now, it's not just an apples to apples, one score versus, you know, because how we quantify all these are a little bit different. But I would say, without a doubt, running away with it is the bad. Because the good, man, I was really trying to be like, let me fucking try to find something. But man, there's a lot of fucking bad. So agree, disagree. Some of you, a lot of you have Facebook. If you're a podcaster, you probably use it to promote. I know I started a Facebook uh, to promote this and I posted one time and I was like, I can't do this. I hate Facebook so much. And so it's just sitting there with like one post and one profile picture of a foot podcast on Facebook. And I don't even, I don't even post on it. So I, I, just, I have such a bad taste in my mouth over Facebook. Sorry, can't do it. Sorry, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, I guess, you know, you have to dry your tears and your billions of fucking dollars. I'm sure you could give a shit, but I just can't do it. I can't do Facebook. So let me know what you guys think. If there's something that I missed, is there something good or bad that I'm not seeing? Um, tell me what your experiences are and let me know if you want me to do another good or bad segment and what the subject should be. So till next time, everybody, like I say, a lot. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. And I will catch you next time. Peace. Buddha covered in hair.